all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. So tell me where you're watching from and share this video as we're coming up on all of our social networks tonight. It is nine o'clock on the East Coast. That's where I'm at. I'm traveling. I'm in ATL. I'm so excited about what's getting ready to happen with Harvest Church Atlanta. Anybody else excited about it? like I am. Come on in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. When you share, people literally get saved. When you share, people get saved. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I pray that this year, you know, I'm talking to one of our digital harvesters that just I pop on. I pray that this year is your best year and your next 12. Come on here. Will be your best 12. Come on in, guys. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. We'll be up on YouTube and Facebook in just a few seconds as well as the Harvest Channel. Uh, I got started. I hit the button just a little late, uh, a little later than normal. All right. But come on in. I'm excited for Atlanta too. It is amazing. I uh, got in super early today uh, at uh, dark 30 is the time I call it. Whenever I get up, uh, anybody morning, a morning person, I'm not a super early morning person. And so anytime I get up where it is still dark outside, uh, I call it dark 30. And so got up super early and have been here handling some things uh, and so excited about what's coming with that. So excited about all of the amazing favor um, that God is giving us right here in the city. Can you just type the word favor on the screen? Favor. Uh, favor is always an indicator of God's uh, of God's uh, of God's hand being with you. Can I help some of you understand something? Everybody, listen to me. Um, it being easy is not an indication that God is with you. You having favor despite the challenges is an indication that God is with you. I need you to type that on the screen. I have favor. I have favor. See, a lot of times you think, well, if it's God's will, it's going to be easy. That's not true. Often when it's God's will in your life, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. But his favor is is proof that he is with you. And despite the challenges, you still get it done. I just need you to type it on the screen. Favor, if you haven't already typed it, favor. Father, we bless you and honor you tonight, giving you honor and glory and praise tonight, God, for your favor. Your word says your favor lasts a lifetime, God, and you favor the faithful. You favor the faithful over and over and over again. In the scripture, we see this principle, God, where you favor the faithful. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we give you praise tonight in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, for the privilege that we have to pray tonight. Be with us, God. Give us the words to pray. Give us and the strategy in prayer, God, prayer is how we adjudicate in the realm of the spirit. That means, God, it is the way we get things done in the legal realm of the spirit. Because what we get done in the spirit, we know it manifests in the natural. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus, God. We rebuke every distraction now as we focus in on this time of prayer. We rebuke anything that would come against us being focused in this time of prayer. And we say, have your way. Get the glory tonight. Come on, get the glory tonight, even in prayer, God. We thank you that you are the God that gives us, Father, a desire to pray. You are the God that gives us a hunger to pray. You are the God that gives us a passion to pray. We don't pray just when things go wrong. We pray all day, every day. Luke 18 says, and men ought to pray always. And if they pray all the time, here's what you were saying, God, they would not lose their mind. And so for this, we say thank you. And we give you glory for it tonight, God. We bless you tonight, God. We ask for forgiveness for our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, God. We ask that you forgive us for sins, God, uh, that we have done that were uh, iniquitous. That means they were generational sins that have been passed down. Father, we ask that you forgive us for sins that were committed God, uh, that were transgression, where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be truthful. And God, we ask that you forgive us for sins tonight, God, uh, where we were sinning. Literally, we were missing the mark. We were making a mistake. We ask you for forgiveness for that. And because we are forgiven, we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain grace 
and mercy in our time of need. Somebody say grace. Somebody say mercy. Grace, God, is when you give us good that we do not deserve. And mercy, God, is when you block the negative that we do deserve. We thank you, God, that we get both of them. Come on. We get both of them. We have grace and mercy. We have grace and mercy. We have grace and mercy. And we declare that they will follow us all the days of our life. But Father, we pray that they would precede us all the days of our life. That when our name is brought up, grace and mercy covers our name. That when our uh, background is brought up, grace and mercy covers our background. That when anything concerning us is brought up, that grace and mercy would cover in the name of Jesus, Father. Your word says in Genesis 12 that you are the God that would make our names great. Come on. You said you would make our names great. That means literally what was spoken about us would be irrefutable. And Father, we are grateful that we are living, walking, talking, breathing testimonies. I need you to type, I'm a testimony on every platform tonight. Come on Instagram, come on YouTube, come on Facebook, just type it. I am a testimony. We are testimonies right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we will walk in our story. Revelation 12 says, and they overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. We have a testimony and that is where our strength is. Our strength is in our story. Our strength is in our story. Our strength is in our story because our story, our story reveals our scars. And our scars, God, are simply where new skin has gone in to fill in where there was a wound. And we are grateful, God, that our scars simply are part of our healing process. Our testimony is the revelation of our scars. Come on. I need you to type on the screen. I'm not ashamed of my scars. I'm not ashamed of my scars. Our scars are part of our healing process. And that's our story. And that's how we overcome the enemy. We overcome the enemy when we take the power from him from telling our story and we tell it ourselves. Nobody else can tell our story like we can tell it. Nobody else can testify about what we've overcome like what we can tell it. Nobody else can talk about how we've conquered what was trying to conquer us like we can tell it. We are not ashamed of our scars. Come on, y'all, fight that, please. I am not ashamed of my scars. You are not ashamed that you used to be on drugs. You are not ashamed that you used to struggle with self-esteem. You are not ashamed that you used to get uh, angry and bitter because of how people did you. You are not. You are not ashamed of your scars. Your scars are your story, and in your story is your strength. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, guys, let's have testimony service on Monday night. Come on, command your week prayer. Can you just testify one of the things about your story? One of the things about your past? I need you to type it on every platform. Come on, Instagram. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. And guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share me tonight. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. Um, 80-something or whatever the number is. I don't want to misquote it. And people have given their lives to the Lord already this year. When you share, people get saved. Come on, I need you to share. I need you to share. But I just need you to type your testimony. After you share, put, your, put a part of your story on the screen. Put a part of your story on the screen. What's something that's that's part of your testimony? You used to be this. You used to struggle with this. Watch me. It may even be something you're still dealing with now. But if you learn how to control that story, what you were ashamed of will become the thing that gives you strength. Shut up. Y'all ain't saying that to me. What you were ashamed of will become the thing that gives you strength. And for that, we say thank you. I used to hate who I was. Come on, had low self-esteem, but no longer. Used to be addicted to weed. Come on, overcame physical and verbal abuse. Y'all better testify tonight. Harvest Instagram, I need a few more of y'all to share. I need those numbers to jump. Come on, let's go. Hurt and anger. I used to struggle watching pornography. Come on, testify. See, when you tell it, you are never afraid of the enemy trying to use it against you. So you take the power back. Oh my God, Sunday's message is called, This is My Story. This is your story. This is your story. And you get to tell how you overcame. And, and you're not waiting till you die and get to heaven to tell it. You get to tell it here. Domestic violence. Come on. Alcoholism. Used to be a gold digger. Come on, testify. Hurt and suicidal thoughts. Low self-esteem. Come on. Overcame depression. Sexual harassment of men. Wow. Come on. You better tell the truth. Come on and call out that cougar spirit. Come on, let's go. Used to struggle with porn. Come on. Uh, domestic violence survivor. Overcame fear. I ain't scared no more. Delivered from fornication. Come on. Come on. This is your story. Overcame rape. Struggle with fear. This is your story. And I need you never to be ashamed of it. I need you never to be ashamed of it. I need you never to be ashamed of it. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Survived sexual abuse, overcame depression, overcame rape, used to be drunk in the gutter. Come on. Drug abuse, domestic violence. Y'all better testify tonight. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Periscope. 
Now you love yourself. Healing from verbal abuse from your father, from low self-esteem, domestic abuse, a violent survivor. Wow. Overcame being slept on. Wow. Guys, let me tell you something. Revelation 12 said this is how you overcome the enemy. And every now and then, you need to run your story back and replay your story to yourself. Because sometimes when you're navigating through life, you forget what you've already beat. I need you to say, I'm an overcomer. Father, we pray tonight, God, that as we face obstacles, we would replay our story to show what we've already overcome. As we face challenges, we'd replay our story to show what we've already beat, what we've already knocked down, what we've already conquered, what we have already overcome. In Jesus' name, this is how we overcome. This is how we overcome. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. You shed your blood 2,000 years ago. That means you paid for us. Any place that the blood was shed, that means you were buying something for us. You were paying for something for us. And your blood was shed, God, in seven different places. It was the crown of thorn on your head, God, which means that you redeemed our mind. Then it pierced your brow, which means you redeemed us from the curse of our brow, which means, God, that we get to work smart and not just hard. Hard work is good. Hard work is right. But we have an advantage because we are believers in you. And that advantage, God, is that we get to work smart and not just hard. God, they pierced you uh, in your side. Blood and water came out. That means, Father, that uh, the blood covered the insides. That means you redeemed us from internal pain. You redeemed us from internal wounds and water washed out, which means you made us spiritual. You paid the price for us to be spiritual. And we say, thank you, God. Forgive us for every moment that we tried to solve our problems just in the natural without going up in the spirit. Forgive us, God, for the times that we tried to do life being natural and carnal and not being spiritual. Our greatest advantage is we got God. Come on, somebody say, I've got God. Our greatest advantage is that we have you. Our greatest advantage is that we are spiritual. Our greatest advantage is that we have the Lord and we are not out here doing this by ourselves. And we thank you for that. They pierced your hands, which means whatever your hands would touch, whatever our hands would touch, you bought it. That's why, God, you said to Joshua, wherever his feet would tread, because they pierced your feet, that he would have possession over it, which means what we touch and what we step on, there is an authority to it. What we touch and what we step on, there's an authority to it. What we touch and what we step on, there's an authority to it. And for this, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, come on, can I get everybody to say amen right there? Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video tonight if you haven't already shared. It looks like we're good on all of our networks. If you're having any challenges, just let me know. Um, we should be good. Everything was tested earlier today. The thing about these doggone phones and internets and networks and all of that is that when you test it in one moment, sometimes the things can be amazing. And then in the next moment, sometimes you can have crazy anomalies. And so to God be the glory, I, it looks like we're good everywhere. Listen, I, I'm Bishop Foreman, the people's bishop. Let me just explain why we use that moniker. Because I love people. I really, really do. And consequently, can I be honest with you? I know this is going because it's a little dry in Atlanta. Listen, don't y'all talk about my hands either. I, listen, I, I, I already know. But I use so much sanitizer, my hands get a little dry. So don't, don't do y'all talk about my hands after prayer. But why do I say the people's bishop? Because I love people. Um, the whole mission of Harvest is we exist to change lives by leading people to totally love God love people and love life. And so I genuinely love and care about uh, people and want people to see that I lead, get results in their life. Hear me. It is my mission as a pastor, as a leader of people, as an influencer of influencers um, that we love God. And consequently, can I tell you, wherever you are anointed, yes, y'all know I love my tips, wherever, wherever you are anointed, that's where you're attacked. Shut up. For many of you, you need to start paying attention to the areas you constantly have turmoil in, you constantly have warfare in, you constantly have challenges in. Why? Because that is revealing to you where you are anointed. That's why you're attacked there. Come on. Say, y'all attack this on the screen. My attacks reveal my anointing. Let me say it another way. Your obstacles reveal your oil. Come on. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? You are afflicted where you're gifted. Because I love people, what often happens is that that's what's attacked. That's what's attacked. That's what's attacked. And those attacks are designed to make you want to turn, to be bitter, to be mad, to be angry, to just say, God, forget your people. But I need you to know you were built for this. Come on, type it on the screen. I was built for this. You were built for this. You were equipped for this. 
You, you literally have what it takes to make it happen, all right? Your attacks reveal your anointing. What is an anointing, Bishop? It is a grace. It's a favor. So listen, literally, to make the oil, the anointing is represented by oil in the scripture. And Isaiah 10 says the anointing oil breaks the yoke. So a, a yoke is a connection to something that didn't need to be con- you didn't need to be connected to. So what would literally happen, what would literally happen is this, is that to get the oil, you had to crush the olive. So whenever you crush the olive, the olive will produce oil. There are areas in your life where you've been crushed. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. There are areas in your life where you have literally been crushed. And that crushing was not designed, listen to me, it was not designed to crush you. That crushing was designed to bring something greater out of you. What do you mean? It wasn't designed to take you out. It was actually designed to bring something out. Shut up. It wasn't designed to take you out. When I say shut up, y'all, that just means it's good to me. It wasn't designed to take you out. It was designed to bring something out of you. And so literally, wherever there's been a crushing, you also develop an oil there. Come on, man of God. Come on, hip hop apostle. You literally, wherever you've been crushed, you have an oil there. And for some of you, you've been crushed in relationships. You got an oil for that. Y'all ain't talking. For some of you, you've been crushing your self-esteem. You have an oil for that. That's why you can pray for other people and all of a sudden they be encouraged. And sometimes, here's what you need to understand. Your oil is never for you. It's for somebody else. Shut up. Your oil is never for you. It's for somebody else. Your anointing is never for you. It's for somebody else. For some of you, you've experienced this where uh, I may have uh, pulled, uh, there's been a few instances where I've pulled people and said, hey, you come here. And, and, and I said, listen, I want you to pray for so-and-so. Why? Because you have an oil. You have an anointing to pray for that because you've been crushed. You've been crushed and it brought something out of you. So I need you to start paying attention. Here's the first thing um, or the next thing rather we're going to cover in prayer that you pay attention to where you are anointed so that you will stop being so confused about your attacks. Hmm? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I want you to pay attention to where you're anointed so you stop being confused about why you're attacked there. Come on, Father, in Jesus name, we thank you that we would no longer be confused about where we are attacked. Because it is revealing that's where our anointing is. That we would not God, uh, be, uh, uh, be uh, uh, confused about why we have obstacles because that's where our oil is. That's where our oil is. And it's for somebody else. It's not even for us. It's for other people. And so, God, I pray that we would no longer be confused. I pray that we would no longer be perplexed. That's why the scripture says, uh, uh, do not think it's strange when you encounter uh, fiery trials and et cetera, et cetera. Why? Because this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the cost of the grace. This is the cost of the oil. This is the cost of the anointing. And here's what it means. Whether we want to pay the price or not, Father, we are not here for our own purposes. We are here for your purposes. We are not here for what we want to do. We are here for what you have sent us to do. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. On every platform, everybody type type amen. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share me tonight. We're moving in prayer tonight. What do we do? Every Monday night, we gather in prayer for one hour. Monday nights, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 to 8 Mountain. Six to seven Pacific and eight to nine Central. All right. I am in Atlanta, Georgia. A beautiful weather. And uh, so glad to be here. Excited about what's happening with Harvest Church Atlanta. If you want to find out more about that and even be a part of our launch team. What's the launch team, Bishop? It is those that will serve to help Harvest to launch um, and to actually be an amazing work for God's glory. And many people, many, many people, several hundred, uh, many uh, or a few hundred, I should say, have signed up. Already to be a part of that. If you want to get in, get in now. And let me tell you why it's so important to get in on the front end. Because when you get in on the front end, you get to help shape, build, and develop a thing. Um, it's just like, think about it. If you were an investor in Amazon, buying Amazon stock now is great because you imagine Somebody said All-Star Weekend. Actually, I, I didn't even realize it was All-Star Weekend um, and, until I got in the city today. And that's what all people were talking about is All-Star Weekend, All-Star Weekend, All-Star Weekend. I didn't even realize it was All-Star Weekend. I'm not a basketball guy. Just full disclosure. So I didn't even know. But anyway, um, but in that, if you had invested in Amazon 20 years ago, you, when Jeff was in, in, in the garage, right, uh, it would have been a very different thing. So if you want to get in now, it's an amazing time to get in. How do you do that? You text HCATL to 55498. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Type HCATL to 55498. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a text um, right away to show you how to connect with our launch team. All right. Um, Somebody said, yes, yesterday was crazy here. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, Uh, I heard that it was. All right. Listen, at that restaurant today, we were looking like, God, no, 
down. I said, what are all these people doing here on a Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock? It was something else. But anyway, type that. We'd love for you to be a part of that. Let me also say this. If you do not have our app, guys, I want you to get our app. How do you get our app? Um, Our app, you're going to get our podcast. You're going to get messages. You're going to get music. So much more. I'm so excited. Guess what? So the first song I ever wrote, New Anointing, is getting packed. The first song I ever wrote, New Anointing. And we're doing a re-release on that song, and it is coming out um, very soon. Um, it, the remake on that song is amazing. Um, it's sort of like, I won't say that. It's a remake of the original song. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But anyway, it's a remake. Uh, yes, it was. It's a remake. Um, it's, a, it's a remake. And uh, you guys, you got to go check that out. How do you check it out? Um, you get our app. You're going to get notified of it. So text the word HARVEST to 55498. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform? Y'all let me know I'm still good over there on Facebook and YouTube. My comments are not uh, populating for me on Facebook and YouTube. I want to make sure that I'm solid on there. I can see my comments from Instagram, but I can't see my comments from Facebook and YouTube and the Harvest channel. I want to make sure we are good over there. All right, as we're moving in that. So new anointing, that was the first song I ever wrote. And I want to, literally, I want us to pray the words and then I want to move, we're going to move into this next piece. And you love the app. Come on. Yes, you love the app. Um, who else loves the app? Guys, it's getting ready to go through upgrade. Actually, it's been in development for a while. The website will be brand new. The app will be brand new. You all know we have this new color palette. Everything is brand new. You're seeing changes on the stage behind me at the Royal Campus. That will be brand new. You're seeing everything brand new um, because it's important. I want you to take a lesson from that. It's always important that you are always reinventing, watch me, and reintroducing yourself. Shut up. My God, Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Then he asked his guys, well, who do you say that I am? In other words, he was saying, listen, I want to know what you think because I need to know what I need to refine. Mm. Not because your opinion is going to change my objective, but I want to know what it is that you see about me so that I can make sure that you're seeing what is necessary about me. Father, give us the grace to redefine and reintroduce, to redefine and reintroduce, to redefine and reintroduce, to redefine and reintroduce in Jesus name. Um, And so it's going to be amazing. All right. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. All right. So get our app. We'd love for you to do that. Um, Listen, our series Love Songs was amazing in February. Um, And of course, now we are two messages into the series Group Therapy. For those of you um, yesterday... And actually, somebody said something good about uh, giving to the app, too. Let me just say this. Um, for those of you that like to use Cash App when you sow to myself or the church, let me just say we are aware of Cash App having a variety of issues. We have been uh, attempting to work with them. Cash App has uh, now become notorious for uh, targeting certain accounts for certain types of people. Uh, uh, namely uh, in the faith community and um, and certain ethnicities and backgrounds, according to various reports. And so in all of that, we are working with them um, to, to, if you ever run into an issue, just please use one of the other giving methods, all right? Just so that you know that, okay? But you, we got text to give, we got Zelle, we got Venmo, we got PayPal, we got all of that. Thanks so much. And we're good. We got Venmo. We have all of that. We have Give a Five. We have all of that. It's just a lot of people like Cash App. In fact, while I was driving, when we were driving today, a young man came up, and I, I, I don't carry cash. He came up, and uh, and he had a water bottle. He was selling water. You know, this, this is, he was selling water. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Malaysia. Um, and, um, and we were, um, uh, we were driving and he was selling water. And so he brought the water bottle. I said, I have no cash. He said, I take cash app. I take cash app. Uh, I said, you better come on and sell this water in the 21st century. Uh, but anyway, uh, so a lot of people like to use it. So we have all of those methods, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, text to give, um, all of those methods we have. So we just want you to be mindful of that. So if you if you run into any issues with Cash App, please do report it to the church, but also realize we got all those other methods available. But just for the sake of those who like like to give it, it's Harvest Church Give One. And even yesterday, we saw tons of things where it says it was rejecting you all giving, saying it was protecting the church from a scam. Isn't that crazy? It was rejecting your seed and your offering and your tithes. This is rejecting the church from a scam. We, did, we, we rejected this payment to protect you. Come on now, you got to, I was born, actually I wasn't born at night, I was born in the afternoon, but God dog, you're going to have to do better than that. 
Um, and so we're aware of that. And so we're working uh, to try to get that corrected. All right. So it's Harvest Church Give 1. Can I just get a few of you to type that? And Bishop Foreman with the number 2. Isn't that crazy? I'm seeing lots of wiles in my... In, in, in the comments, right? It's crazy. They said, we are rejecting this person's giving to you because we're trying to protect you all from a scam. Then here's what they said. Then a person, uh, one of a harvester sent a message to the church that um, they showed me and it said, well, we were trying to protect you from a scam. So I said, y'all got to stop this. Come on, stop. All right. And so anyway, just be mindful of that. So that's why uh, we, have, we have said that. And so uh, you've gotten emails about that, mobile pushes about that, just while we're on that subject. We're in our series group therapy. So Wednesday's message is going to be amazing, but I want to cover some things in prayer and the words of that song, New Anointing. And I want you to get it if you don't have it. You can get it on Apple Music, on YouTube, on Spotify, all of that different stuff in our online store too. You're going to cover those words in prayer. And then there's one thing that I want us to move into. Then we're going to cover a little bit more and then we're done tonight. All right. If you're just coming in, I need you to share prayer tonight. Every Monday night, we pray for one hour. And we cover your week. Bishop, why do you call it command your week? It's a scriptural principle of prayer. When we pray, we are the sons and daughters of the most high. So we are not begging him. What we are doing is making our requests known to him. I am not begging my father to do anything because I'm his son. If I listen, and even if you fail, you are still his son or his daughter. I just need you to type whatever you are, son or daughter. I just need you to type that. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. Type that on the screen. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. Got it. The prodigal son, when he failed, um, because he was a son, and some of you, you got to hear this real carefully, because in this time, there's, 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 there's a, um, your faith over this last year. We're approaching about seven more days, where it's been a year since lockdowns and pandemic and all of that. And I need you to hear me. For many people, um, what I have seen for some people is some people have uh, have begun to um, not be as faithful and diligent as they were um, pre-pandemic. And that is because when your routine changed, it reveals. If I listen, when a routine changes, it reveals something. And I want to encourage you because for many people... For some people, rather, they, they have fallen away. They've not been faithful in serving, not been faithful in watching, not been faithful in giving. And people will come up with excuses for why. Well, this, well, this, well, that. Stop all of that. The reason is because when your routine changed, it began to reveal that there are some areas that need to be tightened up in your relationship with the Lord. Come on, let's tell the truth, guys. And so what happens is this. is consequently the prodigal son. He makes some mistakes. He screws up. Now, he goes to his daddy and says to his daddy, stay with me. He goes to his daddy and says, daddy, um, listen, give me my inheritance. Here's what he's saying to his father. I wish you were dead because he's asking for his inheritance, which he was not entitled to get into his father die. And he's saying, I wish you were dead, die. And he gets it his inheritance. And when he gets his inheritance, the Bible says the older son and the younger son both got it at the same time. Can you imagine the conversations that the younger son had about their father after the father had just blessed him? Let me tell every leader something to help you. Do not ever get caught up in the criticisms that people will lodge against you because people will often blame who, who they do not have to confront for their own error. Listen, people will often blame who they do not have to deal with for their own error. Imagine the conversation uh, um, that the that the younger son had with the older uh, older son. Can you believe daddy did this and daddy don't do this? And he don't understand. And I'm trying to live my truth and I don't do this. And you know I just feel this and I think this and I think that and I think that. And do you know what the son did? The son the uh, the father did. He just said, "Here, go." Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Every leader, listen to me. Every parent, listen to me. Real carefully. We're about to cover this in prayer. Sometimes the best thing you can do for people when they no longer want to listen to your correction is to release them. Sometimes the best thing you can do when people no longer want to listen to your correction is to release them. The father did not fight with his son. He said, go. He said, because I know you want to blame me for your problems. You want to blame me for why your little, your little creative career didn't go the way you want it to go. And you want to blame me for this and blame me for that and blame. You want to blame me for everything. So I'll tell you what, go, go. Everybody listen to me. Sometimes the best, some of y'all tonight, you need, there's some folk you need to release and just say, you know what? You don't want to listen to me. Your attitude says you don't want to release, listen to me. Your, your, your demeanor says you don't want to listen to me. Your attitude says you don't want to listen to me. So I release you. I give you the freedom to go do whatever you want to do. Cause you're going to blame me for your stuff. Anyhow. Right. Let me tell every leader. That's the cost of leadership being blamed for stuff. You don't have anything to do with y'all ain't saying nothing to me. 
right? So they re so he releases him and says, go. He goes, he spends all that he has. And better listen, because the product the word prodigal in, in Greek of language of our New Testament, it means undeveloped. Everybody type that on the screen. Undeveloped. Undeveloped. It means undeveloped. Here it is. Here's the second meaning. It means soft. What is soft? Soft means not ready. Mm. The father knew that he was not ready for what he asked for, but he released him in it anyhow. You got to be careful because sometimes God will answer your prayers as a rebuke. Wow. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, Lord, that we would remain at, uh, in alignment with your will, in alignment with what you want and what you desire. We are not sent here, God, for our own purposes. We are not sent here for our own desires. We are not sent here to do our thing. God, our lives are literally the answer to the problems in the earth that we were sent to solve. We were sent to solve a problem. Our lives are bigger than us. They're bigger than what we want. They're bigger than our desires. They're bigger than that, God. They are bigger. Come on, somebody say bigger, 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 bigger. Our, it's bigger than us. Do not let us get caught up, God, into selfish desires, into selfish ambitions, into pride, into arrogance, thinking this is about us. It is not about us. Father, we yield to your will. Father, you said in the Garden of Gethsemane, if it's possible, let this cup pass. In other words, I don't particularly have a desire to do that, but whatever your will is, nevertheless, somebody needs to type nevertheless on the screen. Nevertheless, Lord, that's what we submit to. God, we say yes to you and we say yes to you. Come on, y'all. Let's go old school. We say yes to you, God. We say yes to you. We say yes in our actions. We say yes with our words. We say yes with our prayer. We say yes with our attitude. We say yes with our motives. We say yes with our mouths. We say yes to you in Jesus' name. So the, so the prodigal son is released. And hear me, leaders, sometimes one of the best things you can do to people is release them. Just say, go. Do, do, you, do whatever you're going to do. Is you going to blame me anyhow? And listen, I need you, every leader, listen to me. Let me tell you one of the greatest lessons I ever learned. Don't take it personal. You better take a page from Prophetess Monica. Don't take it personal. Somebody needs to say, I will not take it personal. Stop taking things so personal, leaders. Right? And I know about this because I used to do that. I used to take everything because I put my heart and I pour it into people. I really put me into it. Like, I'm not doing this because just to, just to do it. Like, I really believe in what I do. I believe in what God was ordained for me to do. So I put me into it. You can never... Fully be devoted to something and not put you into it. And so I used to take it personal. I used to take it personal. I used to take it personal. Do not take it personal. Do not take it personal. Stop that. Just say, okay, all right, I'm going to fight with you about it. Like, that's what you're going to do? Do you, boo? Do you. The father sends him. He says, go. And he sends him with resources. Watch me. He sends him with what he was due. He says, go. That's fine. You can do you. You can do you. Can I, can I have an honest moment here where all of us need to pray? Because most of us, we wouldn't want to release someone from our lives. You ready? Having sent them with resources that we didn't think they were due. Let me see if I can say it another way. You would not want to feel like you were taken advantage of. Wave at me if I'm telling the truth. Wave at me if I'm telling the truth. But guess what? The father says, go. And here's what you need to know. What did we learn in our last series, Love Songs? The scripture says in Galatians, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he shall receive the same from who? The Lord. Father, we realize you are the God that pays us back. Not people. Not people. Not people. You are the God that pays us back. So, Father, we simply say, do what you must do, God. But we thank you that you are the God that will pay us back. You are the God that will make sure we are not left uh, uh, slighted. Uh, you are the God that will make sure you are never left owing us anything. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. All right? He sends him with his resources. The older son gets it and the younger son gets it. He says, now take it. Now go. Now go. <laughs> then leave. <laughs> then leave. Look, like, then leave. He goes. He's out there. He's prodigal. He's undeveloped. He's unready. He's soft. But listen, but he's hard-headed. He's soft, but he's hard-headed. He's not ready, got it, but he's hard-headed. So one of the best things you can do for hard-headed folk is to say, fine, just do it. I'm not going to go back and forth with you about this. We're not going to have a, mm -mm, go, go. I need you all to hear me. Be thankful if you have someone in your life that will correct you, 
You need to be grateful for that. We're about to have a, a praise break on Monday night prayer. If you have a voice in your life that will correct you for every harvester, you got a voice. If I'm not your pastor, you know, I can't speak for you, but if you, you ought to be grateful, you have a voice that can correct you. Can you release a digital praise right there? And you have a voice that cares enough to correct you. Correction is proof of love. Silence is proof of is proof of a lack of love. Did you hear what I just said? Correction is proof of love. If somebody does not, the scripture says a, the father corrects those that he loves. It's quiet on this on this thing tonight. It's quiet on this thing tonight. It's quiet on this thing tonight. Come on, I need you to put a praise in the atmosphere. As a leader, as a man of God, or for my deep south folks, as a man of God who is in authority, I am under authority. And I am not too big to be corrected and to be checked. And if he said, don't do it like that, do it like this. I remember a few Saturdays ago, Verses cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we honor you, God. We give you the praise and the honor tonight for correction. We thank you that correction is proof of love. Thank you, God, for those you've placed in our lives in leadership roles to correct us. And thank you, God, Father, for your correction of us. We thank you for it tonight in Jesus' name. Um, I remember a few weeks ago, I got a call. I got a call from uh, my, one of my main guys. Uh, one of his people, it wasn't even him, it was one of his people, and there was a piece of information that they needed, and I immediately, I, to be honest, can I be honest with you, can I be really honest, y'all do the hand wave emoji so I can be really honest, if you do the hand wave emoji so I can be honest, I'm going to teach you something, I'm going to teach you something, I want to teach you, because it's not just about being in authority, it's about being under authority, I want to teach you something, my pleasure, I want to teach you something, I need to see some hand wave emojis, I want to teach you something, Um, I, I see you, here's the deal, it was a Saturday. Can I be honest? I was resting. I was resting. I was resting. And I was resting. I got the call and they said, boom, 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 boom. I said, okay, great. Tell me this, 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 this. What do you need to know? They got me a piece of information. I had to them the information they needed. It was done within 15 minutes. Now, listen, I got a whole lot of stuff I'm doing. Everybody, please listen to me. I got a whole lot of other stuff I'm doing. I have Harvest Church Denver. I have Harvest Church Atlanta. I've had literally uh, 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 thousands of people apply to be a part of my Atlanta staff. The number that's over 9,200 initial applicants. To God be the glory for that. We have that process going. On top of that, I'm doing political stuff. So we're meeting with Senate and getting bills done and changed and all of that. Because I do a lot of that type of stuff. I'm, I'm helping to steer the civil rights investigation. Everybody listen, the civil rights investigation until until the um, uh, uh, until the death of Elijah McClain in Aurora. Got that going on. Y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. I got that going on. Um, then, like, I have a life. <laughs> like, I have stuff that I do, right? Um, a multitude, a myriad of things. And the moment, listen to me, and the moment I got a call from my man of God, none of that mattered. Because it was my responsibility to rise to the occasion and get the assignment done and get it done quickly. And it wasn't even him. It was a delegate. And I'm a bishop. And why am I saying it to you like that? Because I'm not just one in authority. I'm one under authority. And I need you to be grateful that you have those in your life that will correct you. It's quiet on here tonight. It's quiet on here tonight. I got a whole lot of stuff I didn't even put on that list right there. Okay. I, a whole lot of stuff right, that I didn't even put on that list right there. But order is order is order, and nobody is exempt. Nobody is exempt. Come on, type that on the screen. Nobody is exempt. Nobody is exempt. Nobody is exempt. Come on, y'all. Nobody is exempt. Nobody is exempt. I say that to you to say the, the prodigal son, he goes. Stay with me. We're about to pray for this. The prodigal son, he goes. Uh, not to mention the day-to-day -day administrative stuff. Just the whole, there's a whole lot of stuff there. And I'm not saying that for any other reason except to say, none of that matters. None of that matters. None of that matters when I get a call from the man of God. None of it matters. Put all that down. None of it matters. Let that be a lesson for some of y'all. Because sometimes you begin to think that you're doing God a favor and you are not. Ooh, it's quiet on there tonight. We are not. It's a privilege to serve. We're about to go up. Come on, y'all. It's a privilege to serve. Father, we thank you that we get to serve you. We get to use our talents, our skills, our gifts, our abilities. We get to serve. 
We get to serve. We get to serve. We it's serving is a privilege. It is not a right. We get to. And for that, we say thank you. The prodigal son's father sends him out. The older son gets his money. Younger son gets his money. Prodigal son, he's hard-headed, but he's soft. Prodigal, soft, undeveloped, not ready. Bible, one translation says riotous living. He just did stupid stuff. He did crazy stuff. He did crazy stuff with his money. So guess what? The Bible says he hires himself out to a citizen of a foreign land. I want you to understand what that means. I want you to understand what that means. He literally becomes a a, a, a bond servant, um, a slave by choice to somebody because the only way he could now make it was that he had to basically sell himself to somebody. And part of his deal was that he had to sleep with the pigs. Are you listening to me? He had to sleep with the pigs. Part of the deal was, if you want to work for me, you're going to sleep with the pigs and and that's going to be where you're at. And and you got to eat what the pigs eat. You got to eat what the pigs eat. Y'all ain't saying that to me tonight, prayer. You have to eat what the pigs eat. And and he's out there doing it. And he's doing it. And and, and think about it. All that complaining he did. Listen to me. I'm going to come for you. You ready? All that complaining he did about his father. Now, everybody listen to me. Now he's out there and seeing it's a whole, you you had it good with your father. You had it good. You had it good. Uh-oh, uh-uh, don't pause me. Uh-oh, Sam, pause him. Pause and do the connection. Uh-uh, uh-uh, come on back, come on back, come on back, come on back. Come on back, come on back, come on back. Come on back. Oh, my goodness. My Instagrams just said pause due to a connection issue. Come on back, Instagrams. Oh, my goodness, it's pausing me. You had it good. I got to keep going. You had it good with your father. Oh, my God. Both of them are paused and said they're reconnecting. My Instagrams just both went to pause. You had it good with your father. You had a good situation with your father. And now all of a sudden things change. My Instagrams, it just says that both of them are paused and they're reconnecting. I'm going to give it a couple of seconds and see if uh, if these things don't reconnect. Wow. All right. And so in all of that, what begins to happen? What begins to happen now is he begins to move into this place to where one day the Bible says, and he comes to himself 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 and he comes to himself. Sometimes people have to go through something to make them realize just how good it was, just what it was that they had. And sometimes you're going to have to do that. I want us to pray. Uh, what is this thing doing? It says still pause due to poor connection. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can't get this reconnected. Let's see if we can't get this reconnected. I don't know why it says pause due to poor connection. Everything is looking good over here. But that's all right, guys. We're going to keep it moving. Somebody said keep it moving. Somebody said keep it moving. Keep it moving. You got to keep it moving. Got to keep it going. 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 I mean, and Instagram was just popping. I don't know what in the world just happened right now. That's all right. We'll have to repost. Uh, We'll have to repost later. That's crazy. All right. Now it says it again. Says it again, guys. All right, guys. Okay. It should be back now. All right. I don't know why they did that. Ideas acting up on, but I know. All right, but praise the Lord. 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 Got to keep it moving. I, the signals look good. I tell y'all, some of y'all must be praying against iPhone. Some of y'all must really be praying against iPhone because iPhone has been literally just acting re- just disrespectful. I'm going to be honest last. So now we're back up. Looks like we're back up on IG. We're back up. We're good. I don't know why it dropped in the first place. All the signals were good. But anyway, we're back. All right, I, I, um, so what I said for those of you that maybe missed it, some of you, I think some of y'all have been praying against iPhone. Who are y'all? Some of y'all been praying against iPhone because, like, I've been having the weirdest iPhone stuff happen. But we're back up to God be the glory for that. All right, listen, we're gonna keep it moving. So let me say this: one of the things that begins to happen is the, the prodigal son. He's in the, he's out there with the pigs, and he's eating the pigs' food, and then he comes to himself. I want to pray that there's everybody listen to me. There are areas because I asked the Lord, Lord, what do we need to pray about tonight? 
There are areas where you need to come to yourself. There's some realizations you need to have because there's some things you've been complaining about that you should not be complaining about. There, how many will admit there's some areas where you you probably need to look at it a different way? Wave at me. Every platform, wave at me. Do that hand wave emoji. If you can be honest that there's some areas that you probably, if you look at it differently, you will probably come to a different, come on, I see yes sirs. Come on, tell me the truth. There's some areas. We're going to cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name. We pray, God, over the areas where we need to come to ourselves, where we need to look at differently, where we need to approach it differently, where we need to handle it differently, where we need to go about it differently. And we pray, God, that like the prodigal son, the Bible says, and he came to himself and he came to himself and he came to himself and he came to himself. I pray, God, that what areas we need to come to ourselves and see it the way you see it, not see it according to culture, not see it according to cursed family members, not see it according to our truth and all that, but see it the way you see it. Let us see it the way you see it. Come on, somebody needs to type that. Lord, let me see it the way you see it. Let me see it the way you see it. And we thank you for it now in Jesus name, because here's what I want you to see. The Bible calls him the prodigal son. So what happens? He says to himself, Bible says he comes to himself and he says, listen, my servants, the, my daddy's servants eating better than this. They're living better than this. If I could teach you more deeply, the Bible says, do not cast your pearls before swine, nor give what's holy to the dogs. Pearls mean things of value. Which means he's now with swine. Swine are not giving things of value. Watch me. The imagery was because you, everybody listen, because you don't appreciate it, you cannot have it. Let's cover that in prayer. God, we pray that we would appreciate everything you do for us. Come on. We pray, God, you would appreciate everything you do for us. Every, every way you make for us. Every door you open for us. Every door you close for us. We pray that we would appreciate it right now in the name of Jesus. We will not be those that are unappreciative. We will not be those that are ungrateful. We will not be those that are not respectful of the blessings and the favor that you have given to us. God, we are those that appreciate it. And if something appreciate, that means it increases in value. So because we appreciate it, its value increases in our life. God, I pray that we would protect what you've given us. Come on. I pray that we would protect what you have favored us with. We will protect what you've honored us with. We protect what you've done for us. And we thank you for it tonight in Jesus name. So he says to himself, come on, y'all. we're almost done. He says to himself, let me go back to my father. And I'm going to tell him I'm not. Now, first of all, let's deal with that. Because there's many times we have this thing in culture now where when people are wrong, they never make it right. Wow. How many of you have somebody wrong you who didn't make it right? Wave at me. Every platform. How many of you have had somebody wrong you that has never made it right? Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. But let's tell the truth. Wave at me. Come on, y'all talk. How many of you, though, you have wronged somebody and you didn't make it right? Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Huh? Um, we have this thing in culture now where people say a couple of things. One, people will say, well, as long as it's good with God, that's all that matters. That is not true. The Bible goes so far to say, listen, you go fix it. You go fix it first before you come talking to me. You go fix it with man before you come talking to me. Jesus said, leave your offering at the altar. Leave it there. Go fix it with go fix it with whoever with whoever you tore it up with. Wow. We have this thing in culture today where people will say, as long as it's good with God, I'm good. And, and the reality is, if you can fix something you've broken or messed up, you are supposed to fix it. I know you may not want to hear it, but it's Bible. Number two, we have this thing in culture of, well, I'm not going to say nothing. Everybody's mo we've moved on from it. I'm going to leave it alone. Can I be honest with you? you? Just because you move on doesn't mean that it's fixed. Wow. I'm going to say it again. Just because you've moved on doesn't mean that it's fixed. And whatever you don't fix, you're going to have to cross that bridge again. And the next time you cross that bridge, that thing is going to be shaky and raggedy. Your car might not stay up there. 
You got to fix what can be fixed. And fixing it doesn't mean that it goes back to the way it was. But fixing it may say, I apologize. Fixing it may say, I was wrong. Fixing it may say, you know what? I was emotional when I did that. I was emotional when I handled that. The Bi- Y'all ain't saying nothing to me tonight. The Bible says that the son, he said, I will go back to my father. He says, I'm going to fix this. He says, and this is what he says. I will go back to my father. And when I go back to my father, um, I'm going to say my father's servants, um, eat better than all that. He says, make me a servant because I'm not worthy to be called your son. Make me a servant because I'm not worthy to be called a son. He said, I'm no longer deserving. And this is how we got to the prodigal son. This thing about your son or a daughter. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. I love you too, Joanna. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. And he goes back and his father sees him, which means his father, everybody listen, was waiting on him to get it right. Because his father sees him from a far away. How do you see? And the Bible says his son, he says this, my son who was dead is alive, which means the only way the father could reconcile it was to treat his son like he was dead. That's a whole word right there. I need to preach a message about this. That's a whole word right there. Because some of you are mad that people have had to just stop dealing with you. People have had to marginalize you. People have had to put you over here. That is because the only way it can be reconciled, what you're doing is to treat it as if you don't exist. That's a whole, this is so much revelation to this, right? Like that was his whole thing, right? And so his father sees him from afar off. I need you to make this declaration and say, God is waiting on me. I'm here to tell you, you are not waiting on God. God is waiting on you. God is waiting on you. Father, show us the areas where you're waiting on us to take action. Show us the areas where you're waiting on us to take action. Show us the areas where you're waiting on us to take action, God. You are literally waiting. You are standing, looking for us to take action. You are looking for us to take a step of faith. You're looking for us to serve. You're looking for us to sow the seed. You're looking for us to get it right. You're looking for us to pray. You're looking for us to forget. There's areas that where you are looking for us to take action. Show us those areas. And we pray, God, that you would do it quickly, that you would do it quickly, that you would do it quickly in Jesus name. Guys, we're almost done. Just a few more minutes. Again, if you're just coming in, can I get you to share? I know we had a little drop uh, at Instagram a moment ago. I do not know why, because all the signals and everything says that everything was good. I do not know why, but we keep it moving around here. Let that be an uh, an example for you. You just keep it moving. You don't stop the show. You keep it moving. All right. But watch in that particular instance, um, in that instance, his father sees him and um, and and they connect when they connect. He tells his whole story, everything he does. And he's like, hey, 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 listen. He says, get get my son. It's almost like coming to America. My son. My son works. He's like, listen. Get my son. He's like, look. Kill the fatted calf. Check this out. Everybody listen. A fatted calf in those days was kept for purposes of a celebration. In other words, they would begin to fatten the calf. Because everybody knows that fat makes meat taste good. Come on here. Can I get a witness? They would begin to fatten the calf so that as they were fattening the calf, um, what would begin to happen is that in that instance, in terms of it was a celebration, they would have that ready to go. Um, and so in other words, they were waiting on something to celebrate. Everybody listen. A celebration occurred. Please listen. When correction was received. Wow. A celebration occurred when correction was received. The son finally understood what his father was trying to tell him the whole time. Let me say it another way. The follower finally understood what the leader was trying to tell him the whole time. Let me say it another way. The parent or the child finally understood what the parent was trying to say the whole time. And they were waiting on a celebration. And for some of you, everybody listen to me. There are celebrations that are waiting on you to get it. God says, I got this fatty calf. It's a big old juicy. Do you hear me? Juicy. It's <laughs> juicy fruit waiting on you, huh? God says, I got this waiting on you. I just need you to get it. Get it. Get it. Come on. Get it. I just need you to get it. And when you get it, you about to get this. Let me tell you why your next 12 are going to be your best 12. Because you're no longer going to resist correction. You're no longer going to resist when God's trying to show you something and trying to watch me. He's always showing you something about you. It's about you. 
Father, we thank you, Lord, that you have prepared a fatted calf. There's something that you have prepared for us that's juicy. Come on here. That is amazing. That is like Eden. Eden means the land of voluptuous living, juicy living. That's what it means. The Garden of Eden, the Garden of voluptuous living. We thank you, Lord, that it is waiting on us to get it. It is waiting on us to see things in ourselves that we need to change, to see things in ourselves that we need to do different, to see things in ourselves that we need to move in and operate differently. And for this, we say thank you tonight, God, in Jesus' name. Here's how I got to this prodigal son thing. It was from this one statement. And then we got to move and then we're done. My God. The prodigal son says, I'm not worthy to be called your son. Just make me like your servants, like your hired servants. And they're about to listen to this. And he said, Bless me. He says, No, you're my son. Your, your position with me didn't change because you had a moment, literally, where you would you were outside of yourself. The Bible says he came to his mind. Basically, he was like, You went nuts for a minute, son, but you're still my son. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm still his, whatever you are, son, daughter. I'm still that. Because tonight on prayer, I believe that there's some of you where you feel far from God. You feel detached from God. And you got all these reasons, all these people you were blaming and they got nothing to do with them. It's got everything to do with you. And you are not on prayer by accident. You are not on prayer by accident. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm still his son. I am still his daughter. He doesn't let you demote you. You don't have that much power. Come on here. You do not have the power to pull yourself out the game. Come on. You're still that. And he said, kill this big old calf. Kill this juicy fruit calf. Kill this juicy fruit calf. And we're about to have a celebration for him. Because my son who was dead is alive. And who was lost is now found. Wow. You're still that. So do not let your failures, your mistakes, all of that. Do not let that make you think, well, I am less than or I've screwed up too big now. There is no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. Matter of fact, I'm going to do this right now. If you're watching prayer tonight and you are far from God, you've never become a Christian. Tonight is your night to recommit your or to become one tonight. 2000 years ago, God died so you and I can have life and life more abundantly. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord and you have not been faithful to him, you need to be like the prodigal son. Come back to him. But I feel I heard the Lord say, go further. Son. He said there are some where they never left the building. They never left the stream physically, but their spirit did. But their spirit did. And they need to come back to me tonight because they have detached themselves. They, they've detached themselves and they have become full of themselves. And tonight, if you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight's your night. And thirdly, if you're like, Mr. Woman, I have no clue where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure tonight before I get off a of prayer, I want to do it right now. And become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, I need to do the hand wave emoji, you say it to me. I'm going to do it right now, right now on this. You are still his son. You are still his daughter. You are still called. You are still chosen. You don't have the power to demote yourself. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on three, do the hand wave emoji, you say it to me, wherever you're at. Do that hand wavy emoji or says me every platform on Instagram respond on YouTube respond on Facebook respond on Periscope respond on uh, on Uncommon Gospel Radio Network you respond I forgot to greet you all when we started you are still his son or daughter you are still his I need you to respond I am waiting on you if you need to become a Christian for the first time recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure just respond no guilt no condemnation no shame I need you to come come on Jay Wade is right Jesus loves you as you are come on. Come on, put that hand up. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation. I need you to respond right now. You are still that. You are still that. You are still that. You are still that. Come on, I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. There is no shame. Some of y'all, you know, especially on that second call, you've never heard me word it like that. And don't be afraid to respond. Don't be afraid to respond. But I'm so-and-so, I can't do that. Don't you dare be afraid to respond. Don't you miss the moment that God has created just for you tonight. Wow. I see you responding. I see you. Come on, recommit. I see you. I see you. I see you. And heaven sees you. It's a big old juicy calf getting ready to be given for you. It's a juicy fruit ready for you. It's some juicy fruit. I want everybody to pray this with me. Guys, keep responding. I want everybody to pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, because of this confession, that you are my God, that you are my king, you are my alpha and omega because of this confession. 
I am a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. I need you, um, if you just did that, I, please, guys, if you, if, you have, if you have been, if you responded, got it, and I see your hands and I see what you're saying. If you just responded, if you did not respond, respond. Why? I have digital ambassadors on every platform that literally go to see. Because your life matters to harvest more than just a number. You're a person and your life matters. So if you didn't respond, please respond. So I need you to do text the word decision to 55498. I didn't get to what I wanted to get to. All right. Um, I didn't get to what I wanted to get to. But text the word decision to 55498. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Listen, since I'm just out of time, um, let me just give you a couple of quick things for this week. I want us to pray over the um, the new anointing, those words. That's what I wanted to pray over. And the other thing that I wanted to pray uh, was about the purpose of life. And somebody asked me a question the other day, um, and I responded with this, and I shared it with um, I, I shared it with somebody yesterday, a friend of mine yesterday, and uh, we were talking. And in that conversation, um, the conversation went like this. It was, um, I said, well, you know, that's an interesting question. I said, but my life isn't. I don't exist for my own purposes. And uh, I said, I don't exist for that. None of us do. Like, I'm not sent to just do what I want to do and what makes me happy. I'm sent to do what he wants me to do. And that makes me happy. Like, in coming to America. Uh, and coming to America, it says, well, what kind of food do you like to eat? Whatever food you like to eat. Well, what do you like to do? Whatever you like to do. And he said, I've trained my whole life to prepare to be a queen, they said. And, and fellas... Take the principle. I've trained my whole life to be a king. Um, and so in that, I, I want to just co- I want to cover that in prayer real quick. I know I know it's time, but I want to cover that. There's a few things I want to cover. We didn't get to. Um, I want to cover that because sometimes in life, the reason you feel frustrated or angry about your progress or your status in life is because you literally are simply trying to figure out what makes you and people think you need to do what makes you happy. Can you show me a scripture that says that? If you do his will, his will will make you happy. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Do you hear me? And when I say shut up, guys, y'all know I don't literally mean that. It's a figure of speech, okay? It means it's good to me, okay? It means it's juicy fruit. Huh? Right? Like, like the reason some so many people are so frustrated, so angry, and feel so unaccomplished. Think about it. In America particularly. We are more educated than ever, higher incomes than ever, higher wealth than ever, higher suicide than ever, higher depression than ever, higher anxiety. How you got all this stuff, but you still ain't happy. His will is what makes me happy. I am sent to do what he sent me to do. My life doesn't belong to me. It belongs to him. I'm going to cover that. Father, our lives belong to you. Our lives belong to you. And we say thank you for that. In Jesus name, Father, we pray that we would find happiness and joy in doing what you say do and not just doing what we want to do. And when we do what you want us to do, that will make us happy because we've been training our whole lives. Revelation 510 to be kings and priests, spiritual and successful. We can pray and we can slay and we thank you for it now in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, guys. Um, so tomorrow at harvest, we are out of. Um, we are fully. I got use. It's dry down here. Um, <laughs> tomorrow at harvest, um, to God be the glory. We have over three hundred shots. We're going to be giving for those who want to get vaccinated. We're over full. Um, so, um, um, so to God be the glory for that. That's happening tomorrow. Um, um, there are no more available spots um, tomorrow. So it is completely full for those who are getting the COVID-19 uh, vaccination. Again, the church, nor myself, are endorsing any particular medical treatment. Everybody should do their own uh, research and doing that. So that's happening tomorrow at the Royal Campus. So can we celebrate the Lord for that? That's 300 folks. Uh, somebody told us, one of our harvesters sent in a thing saying there was like 47,000 people on a waiting list for some medical, one of the medical companies. And and uh, I thought, oh my God. So if you got in on the harvest list, to God be the glory for that. Because apparently there's got thousands and thousands of people for that. So that's happening tomorrow. 
can we give God praise for that? What are we doing? One of our core values is we're community transformers. And so I wanted us to take advantage of the opportunity that we had to partner with the state and the governor's office to make that happen. And we made it happen just like I told you we would. All right. That's number one. Um, number two, church on Wednesday is going to be amazing. So the Wednesday message is called this. It's called it actually hurts to heal. It actually hurts to heal. Um, last Wednesday, I introduced you what group therapy is this past Sunday. Um, I had you make one decision that you choose to heal. And then this Wednesday, we're going to deal with the fact that it actually hurts to heal. Uh, and so I'm going to be we're going to start doing the work this coming Wednesday. It's going to be amazing. Do not miss that. Next Sunday's message is uh, going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. I'm going to set you up for it on Wednesday night. Prayer uh, replays tomorrow night. Don't forget, uh, don't miss that. Church on Wednesday. Um, I'm sure we probably got something planned on Thursday and Friday and all of that. And uh, and then the replay of Wednesday night on Saturday. I love you guys. Listen, if prayer bless you, I want you to go So I've already dropped the net. We call it dropping the net when I invite people to come to the Lord. That's the terminology we use. Bible says you make a fishers of men. If you want to sow into prayer, bless what blesses you. I encourage everybody to sow into prayer. Um, uh, what's today? March 8th. Eight's the number of new beginnings. Put an eight in whatever you sow. So eight, 80, eight, 18, Deuteronomy eight, 18. That's a good scripture. Put an eight in what you sow tonight. How can you sow? You can use the cash app. My God. All right. Hopefully there's no issues with it. Bishop Foreman with the number two, the Bishop Foreman one has not been having the same issues. The Harvest Church one has been having. So you can use that Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, all of that. That's hello at harvestchurch.church. Um, you can just go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Give that way. Text to give us on there. A Givelify. You can also use that. So we have so many methods with that. But put an eight in what you sowed tonight. All right. I love you guys. Pray for me. I will be back in Denver um, soon. And uh, but uh, getting some things done and handled out here uh, in Atlanta. I love you all tremendously. And uh, and again, to my IG family, apologize that it dropped down uh, uh, on uh, on uh, on it. Come on, somebody. Eighty thousand. Yes. Come on. Eighty thousand. Go on and sow it. Let the Lord use you. All right. Have an amazing night, guys. Shalom to you. Uh, I got to go. Thank you for your prayers. I love you and appreciate you tremendously. I ain't got my workout in, even got that workout in while traveling, showed that I got it in before prayer because I said after prayer, it just ain't going to happen. Listen, somebody got 8 million. There's 8 million in the house. Come on, sew it. Love you guys. Shalom, everybody. Shalom, my G. Shalom, everybody. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost water gel facial moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.